Hey guys, welcome to the MC Anime Podcast. We cover anime, geek culture, Japanese aesthetics, and Asian studies. We are a multi fandom podcast, and you can expect to hear topics in your favorite hobby or fandom activity potentially. You can find MC Anime on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Also, please check out mcanimepodcast.com, our website. Furthermore, stay tuned in for another episode. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of MC Anime Podcast. MC here, and we have another special guest with us today. Please introduce yourself, what you are, what you do, and all that good jazz. Alrighty, I would be Miss Crystal Colden. I am an online artist in the MOP community on Twitter. Is it Twitter or X? Does it matter? Twitter X. It's pretty much the same thing. The potato, potato. I'm also I'm also a short time, uh, part time art commission. I do commissions on the side. Well, but yeah, she's back for another episode. She was in original characters, and all that does. Today we're going to do an episode about an anime review. So today we're going to do fireworks anime movie review. So if anyone hasn't watched fireworks. Kind of interesting. It's from a, it's a film in 2017, and it has an interesting twist. Because you We're have not spoiling the twist, are we? Ah, uh, I mean the twist is kind of okay. Fine, we can say it in a way it doesn't give it away. So we have Noimichi and Yusuke. They're both infatuate with the classmate Nozuna, but when Nozuna decides to run away from home. It's Norichi that she asked to join her. After the plans go wild, Norichi discovers a magical ball that has the power to manipulate time. Give him a second chance, but each reset brings new complications. So that's actually the main synopsis. So giving the twist is not necessarily boiling if it's in the synopsis itself. Okay, then we can give away that twist. Well, it's the twist of the magic eight ball. Um, the ma- magic eight ball. Yeah, the magic eight ball. The magical <laughs> ball feel looking <laughs> object that manipulates the time to give them that second chance a couple of times. <laughs> they do each reset, so they reset a different amount of times. But they reset in different ways for new desires, new beginnings from that point of which that reset was occurring. So it only goes back to that moment that they specified for that moment. It's not Groundhog's Day necessarily. It actually has different lapses in time. I think that's clever. That what? mixes it up a little. That mixes it up. It also means they the characters don't have to go through the same events over and over and over again. We don't have to see the swim race over and over and over where they reset. We don't have to see True, the running away from home scene. One. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing was about it, time loops work in the story, uh, self-contained story, but 
time loops also have been done a lot of times, so this is not actually a time loop, it's just its own entity. Which I like, I kind of like, it's refreshing and gives new insight to the characters doing it. Let us see, let us see new sides of those characters that we might not have gotten a chance to see in previous time scenarios. Like we get to see some jealousy during, we get to see some jealousy with one of the, with, as one of the obstacles. Yeah, you see it, but it's present in every reset too. <laughs> Just depends on which reset will depend on if it's a ma if it's a minor or a major obstacle. Yeah, true. One's going back to the swimways. One's going back. I think that was the second reset about it resetting. The second one was ensuring they get on the train. Yes, that was getting on the train, and then the third and fourth are like. Third one was avoiding his friends who were out of. The third yeah. one was avoiding his. The third one was avoiding his friends. And then yeah, the fourth one actually a... get out of it entirely. Yeah, but I say the fourth one technically gets out of the loop. Don't know how that works. Yeah. But it's a supernatural <laughs> entity. It's a supernatural entity that's not given a clear explanation. Clearly, the animators and storyboard artists got inspiration from the Studio Ghibli films when it comes to supernatural effects. True. That's kind of interesting because I don't even think uh, we actually have a name for the ball. I don't think they ever named it. The mo what I would honestly call it is probably the firework glass ball because the inside looks like a firework when you look at it. True. That could easily be a good name for it. That and during the fourth yeah. reveal, they throw it into fireworks. Or the fourth time, it actually goes into a firework. So it becomes a firework at the end. Yeah. It's basically... Oh, okay. So if I can only return to that day, fireworks, shall we see it? From the side or the bottom? Which leads to the... That was the promo. one sub... I bet that that's the one subplot that was interestingly discussed in every single loop. Is a firework True. round or flat? To the point yeah, where when I was uh, Googling beginning... this film, that when I was Googling this film and Googling for an answer, the film showed up as a response. True. Um, well, if you see it from the side, you could potentially see the flatness of it. But if you see it from the bottom shooting up, you see the roundness of it. So it's kind of hard to say if it's round or flat depending on the angle. And, because so, uh, fireworks is angle. actually based on the joke. Well, there's two answers. One is based on the direction of what you see it. This is technically physics. If the tree fell, but you're not there, it still fell, right? And it made it, it's, it, that, that would be, if the tree falls and makes a noise and no one's around, does it still make a noise? Yes. Well, technically, yet it still makes a noise, just no one hears it. But, just because no one's able to hear the sound waves transmitting from that tree, doesn't mean that's not transmitting to another transmitter to receive that noise. Well, we're getting off topic. True, <laughs> but that's kind of the direction where we have with round or flat fireworks. 
it's kind of interesting how it went from that and through each week that it was ever present and later it gets answered but it gets answered in a really interesting way say that was clever and i feel like the animators took advantage of how they would show these fireworks in each single time loop which i gotta give the animators credit how did how they animate the fireworks every single time took my breath away yeah one of them was flat one was like a 3d animation. flower formation and then the actual ones were actually fireworks under a lens it was kind of cool i think the i think the flower one was my favorite true the flowers wasn't too bad but i like the one with the the optical lens effect in the animation of how we saw the fireworks from underneath they show from towards every the angle end. that well, was towards cool. the end i liked how that was because it was like an optical lens effect like a filter you see it through a filter and seeing <laughs> it through another perspective that was probably the best one that i like truly a spectacle for the eyes regardless of which version of the fireworks you're watching it's truly a sight to behold well which we said would you think you'd rather be a part of to have as the time loop probably the final one really you want to skip the the, the race getting away from the friends and the train just to have the everything to come down well it's worth it for the beauty you know uh-huh but you know that it repeats for only for like a few moments so you keep getting to see it and do nothing else <laughs> i wouldn't be against seeing a follow-up if this film has a follow-up does this film have I think it's only I think it's the only representation is a standalone movie. Hmm. So no plans for follow-ups. I can respect that. True. I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, some things could only go for as long as we can, as the, as long as they need to be. True. But then again, if you really think about it, if there was, how would they remake it? Because it's it's fireworks. How do you make a fireworks too? Good question. Especially since the object that caused the time loops was destroyed at the end of the film. True. That's why it's a standalone movie. Although that, no, although the location of it is mysterious. The location of it is mysterious. Blue. It's found by the ocean. So what are the chances that there are, say, more of them in the ocean and they just need to be washed ashore? Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe, like, uh, maybe fireworks in the future? Kimenchi and, uh, Nanzuya is older? And then they follow, and then someone else is put in the time loop, and then they recognize it as a time loop? Because they already been in that situation? And then they try to, like, they try to figure out how to stop it again? True, and they figure out who actually has... Who keeps resetting it? I wouldn't be against it. I wouldn't be against the concept, at least. True. I mean, I mean Toho Distributed is pretty good uh, for how it went down. And the full actual title was actually based on fireworks. Should we see it from the side or the bottom? Uh, let me get the manga. Um, 
It was actually a 1993 Japanese youth drama television play. Ooh, that's even... That's, uh, I did not think they could do animated movies or TV shows based off a play. True. It's basically... Uh, later directed a feature documentary about the making of the original TV play. It was adapted into the anime film and novel. Post release. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. I, I thought they would release a manga afterwards, but I'll take a novel. That works too. Well, the uh, synopsis from the actual TV from the TV play was a uh, one summer day a group of sixth grade boys have an argument whether fireworks are round or flat when viewed from different angles in Barker and Johnny before they answer during the annual firework festival. Meanwhile, one of their classmates, Nastuma, is troubled by a parent separation and decides to choose one of the boys to run away with. Thank you for so, the synopsis telling us how old the kids are. I was constantly asking throughout the film, how old are these kids? And now I know. Sixth grade? Seriously? Well, They're well, sixth graders? They don't act yeah, like sixth graders. Was, I think it was based on... Yeah, okay. So it's festival, the thing group of kids. She's still only from home. We not really know for sure if it's still the fireworks adaptation like we see in 2007 adaptation. Hmm. So it doesn't mention it, but it doesn't deny it. So I'm not really sure if it is a time necessary, because the time is in 2017 adaptation. But, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, lock that one up. While you do that, I'd like to talk about one positive, and that's certain that always is able to catch my attention, if you don't mind. Sure. I am definitely downloading the soundtrack. And <laughs> that soundtrack is beautiful and goes really well with some of the animation sequences. Also, crop, also, crop to the dub for Japanese insert song at ease. They didn't need to do that. They could have just kept it the way it was. True. Though I'd like to have the music kind of sequences played out because it played out into what an if what if scenario of the carriage the train them listening to it it just had a good overall sequencing aspect that was really well put together <laughs> trust me as someone who studies who studied music and technically still studies arts this film caught my attention in both of those fields true so it looks like the first theatrical film on TV was just them going through the episodes of romance and building it up like that without the twist of twit time travel or resetting. Oh, wait a second. Very sensitive to age jokes on two topics. Most of this is an excuse. First one is teenage romance. The second is the friendship among boys, which goes in the lower stages. Okay. Love for the race. Betting on the fireworks. Highlighting the most elegant way. For advantage of the world to induce the narrative of the world movie element. 
Okay. Coming of age. That makes sense. So that's kind of how... It's more of like a coming of age, summer vacation, typical drama series kind of unfolding instead of the supernatural fantasy where we have in Fireworks 2017. So that's something I didn't know. So wait, the supernatural element was not featured in the original play? No, that's why the 2017 adaption, adaptation is actually kind of interesting because it it maves away from a different twist than the original series. That's just proof <laughs> that the adaptations that just proved that the adaptations can create more ideas than the source material. That's why sometimes some adaptations they go away and change a little bit, but it can change the entire pacing of how they do it. My favorite example of that would be uh, Treasure Planet. That is a very what? much changed adaptation, but it's the most remembered adaptation of Treasure Island. And uh, One Piece is one of that changed adaptation too. It's still the East Blue Saga, but they kind of changed chapters like 200 and the, like, the first season and then kind of included some new continuity. But anyway, so that's that live adaptation. 2017 fireworks was, uh, were they? I like it for the simple fact that it has the resets, but it does it in a way that's not necessarily bad. It also was a pretty good build up, too. Every reset kept, uh, and sending the new challenges, so the conflict was like smaller conflicts for the bigger conflict was the running away story it just changes what you're running away from running away from you're running from home running away from the parents and friends running away from both of them at the same time and then at the end it all comes to us it all comes to a slow conclusion true and the main reason why i actually went to this film was for the celebration of the new year not only is the New Year celebrated with fireworks when they when the New Year launches, it's also the hopes and desires of people doing the change and having New Year's resolutions. You know, you do more and you bring back one day. So it's the hopes and dreams of even if it's one day, you want to spend that moment with them. Norichi and Nazuma wanted to do that that's why we had that reset happen like the way we did i can agree with that did you think that the uh a friend a friend or significant other moving away last chance uh, oh true some, there are some scenarios other than the ones presented in the fireworks in the firework movie that makes you just ask, "Can I not? Can I have one more day? What if I had one more day with this person?" Yeah, I think there's a big uh, atmosphere with that theme. Even though it's one day, there's been multiple resets of that one day, but they happen at different times of the reset. So technically, they still get one more day. True, but they get that one more day shorter and shorter and shorter until there's no more. 
The best scenario I could think of with the concept of one more day, but it gets shorter and shorter, is that finale for Phineas and Ferb. They also use time travel in that in that episode, but as the as the day keeps looping, it gets significantly shorter when the loop happens again. So it actually becomes a race against time to stop the loops from wiping out all of time itself. Oh, okay. Well, you know, one more day here Doesn't... is not necessarily uh, a humanity's problem, but it's uh, a struggle between two middle school age people. Just want one more day before they will probably not see each other again for a while. True, and she's moving away and she won't run away from it. But through running away, she's discovered how much fun having one more day is and treasuring that one more day. And she got to leave with that peace of knowing I got to enjoy one more day. One more day with the guy I love. Well, I think she's the guy she liked. She wanted... They both want to spend that one more day with each other. How do you explain the kiss at the end? Well, that's at the end, but... They kind of... Throughout it... At the end, it was after the major reset. So, she didn't know about that reset the first three times, but that fourth time she knew about it, but didn't care. So, technically... It was on the fourth reset that actually that happened instead of the three resets because she didn't have any memory. Only the bear of the wish did. <laughs> so it's one of those things where people were not aware. Only the person who actually rewind time was the one that was aware or self-aware. Although it looked like at the beginning of the first loop, it looked like he might have possibly not had knowledge of this. Of he might not have had memory. Oh no, he of did. What, of the. Well, he, he just did. had a good he, man. He just did a good job pretending. I must not have noticed. But you also had to keep it together when they broke the fourth reset. All the memories kept flashing back. So, in that flashing back sequences of memories scattering like mirror glasses. We loop that the loop could have created it someone else had cast the wish true so i think when the fragments all came back together and all, all the resets being broken down i think that's when they start feeling for each other that's when the feeling started that's when they saw the the shared memories i say i say it's nice it added a nice layer of beauty to the rest of the, to the ending of the film <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's very surrealism is what they're trying to do. Subtle hints, but transitioning very well into the story, using the resets as plot devices as rising action and then falling action. Instead of having them I be at the, like instead of having them be climaxes every single time, that's a smart option. There is a climax to the there is a climax to the film, but the climax would occur during one of the what during one of the loops and not and not because the loop is restarting. Yeah, so uh, we had the breaking down of the fourth reset being the climax. Well, no, I think it was the third reset being the climax, 
at that point than the falling action going down for the the resolution, which is the breaking down of the fourth reset and all the memories coming back together, and then saying goodbye and stuff like that. Saying goodbye in the water, sharing the kiss, and promising to see each other again. Yeah, I mean, I mean, my personal choice why I chose it was the theme of fireworks and the ability to do more. With within New Year's, every time people a New Year happens, people yeah. want to do more of their life. They have New Year's resolutions, and I think that's a good parallel between this movie and the people's desire to change themselves, just like they wanted to change the outcome of a specific moment in that one day. I can agree with that. I can agree with that idea. I definitely can see that under the, I can definitely see that idea with the, under the notion of the film itself. True. And if you had one day notion like the movie did, what is your New Year's resolution going to be? Same one I always, same one that I always say, always the one I always say, improving the skills I already have in hoping that they'll be rec in hoping that they'll be recognized one day. Oh, I see. I'm that kind of person. I have simple resolutions, so I'm guaranteed to have a great year. I mean, I think my new resolution already happened. I transitioned jobs, had a opportunity to change myself, and in that opportunity, three days later, getting to the point of being a full-time status, and you know, recording my birthday, being part of it, having a full-time status three days later is also good because now it's setting a new year in a totally new company, a new pay structure that I never had before. So it's turning over a new leaf for many years to come. So that's why it's more significant. And uh, I'm actually able to do projects that I wasn't able to do because of strain of a budget. So that budget is less than the problem for me. But anyway, I feel like with the hopes and dreams that people always have during this year, fireworks, there was hopes and dreams was just to be with together for any day possible and any mention of that day. It kind of goes to show you, you can't take every grade for granted. You have to live day by day. That's kind of what the message of the movie tells you. That's one of my favorite country songs to listen to. Can't I have five more minutes? Oh, without the song, we went day by day. That was um, that was a that was a that was a quote from the chorus. The song is called Five More Minutes." Oh, we, okay. It's a sweet song. I recommend listening to it. Gotcha. I believe it's Scott so, McCreary who sings it. Oh, okay. It's not too bad. <laughs> So with that being said, what is your probably your favorite moment of the movie? I would argue the different displays of, of what the fireworks looked like. I can tell they had fun with those. Yeah, that was kind of interesting because uh, each time the fireworks were happened, they're still not out of it. 
In fact, it even brings up a possibility of the se- of a false twist within the film itself, which interesting that they choose to try to tease a false twist in the film. I almost fell for it. All about true. You know, but uh, it's kind of interesting because uh, it conveyed your wish by turning back your time, altering reality to your desires. Revolving round fireworks is super random. I do have to give it, giving it a theme around fireworks with the reset was kind of weird, but eventually made sense in not making any sense. It was kind of random. I mean, tech, I mean, Aside from the discussion of who is right on if fireworks are round or flat, and who has to do all the all their all the friends' homework for the summer vacation, you technically could get rid of that subplot, and you probably would you probably wouldn't lose anything. At least you wouldn't lose anything major with the plot. It's just the subplot that has no connection to the main plot. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Also. The, the another random thing was the magical ball on the beach. Very random. Very, very random. That would explain, I... um, you know, you see a captain at sea seem to be dead and hold the magical. The scene that flashed by when she was talking about her dad vanished. Could that be an indicator when the captain was seen to be yep. dead holding the magical ball? Or they mentioned her father vanished in the film. Why didn't they bring that up? But I'm like, did that have something to do with the magic ball? With the with, with did, that have, did that have something to do with it? Like, did did her father make the ball appear on the beach during one of those time loops? Did he was did he use it at one point? Is that why True. he's gone we missing? Don't really because he's stuck in dad. a loop. We only know the stepdad. The one that I mean, that's a know- big twist that. We don't not only know. Technically, that would be her. Um, depending on when she was born, that would technically be her second stepdad. Yeah. She said her mom divorced. She said her mom had gone through two previous relationships. Yeah. So more than likely, that would have probably been her second stepdad. True. Though the one thing I wish they showed more than just the flashback was Nusima's supposed to go on a date with Yusuke but he ditched her when which caused News's mom to find her as she had plans to leave town that might have been how the that might have been how the um that might have been how things went it actually would have been we had less time when the wish was not granted when the wishes had not begun which probably yeah, would have I feel like encouraged it him to, been a... to do the wish well, it could also be the ending credits, too. At the end, they played that what-if scenario, what actually happened with Yusuke, and then Yusuke causing her to be in emotional distress, causing the foreshadow back into the film itself. But they didn't do that, but it was the Yusuke's date that actually could you could, could question that everything went wrong. But we only saw it in flashback of them being together. Hmm. Interesting. And then he also, when he found out about the magical ball, he threw it while saying, if only. So we don't really know 
if Nuichi <laughs> blames his friend for putting Nusa in such a position? I would argue he probably he probably does. <laughs> because he probably does. He might also blame himself because the when that's happening, he's just standing there and doesn't have a way to respond. So he can be blaming his friend, he can be blaming himself, he can be blaming both of them. True. <laughs> the one thing I don't understand, they were trying to force fit the multiverse theory into the movie. That so whenever the plane turns that... back, it gets distorted like the shape of the fireworks. And there was even the it was, the false <laughs> the multi universe was being used as an exclamation for the different depictions of the fireworks. Even though two of them were different depictions of fireworks, but they were from the same angle, which is probably how they can get away with saying this exclamation. You're standing in the same spot, but you see a different angle of a firework for some reason. True, and you also when you have turning back time, the multiverse theory, you're starting to think the magical ball could do more than what meets the eye. In the world that he created, there's a magical orb around it, the way it was portrayed as if they were in their own world and no one else was around. <sighs> I will this for two of them since they want to spend more time with each other on this day. So it could bring into question, did it really create a reset or did it create a parallel universe where time was different in the what if scenario? I would argue by the time of the fourth reset, when it looks like there is, um, and it looks like there's a, an, a spirit, a sphere of energy surrounding the area. I would argue that's probably when it was a multi-universe, a different universe. That would probably not be how it looks like if it were another loop. It probably would look the same as it always does. So why put a sphere of energy around the town during the final loop? True. I like to have the drunken man towards the end decide to take out the magical ball, shoot it in the sky like some fireworks. He thought it was a firework. He was too drunk to real. He was too drunk to realize that it was not a firework. But it was so big. It wasn't small. It was actually a big mortar. I have seen fireworks that are. I've seen fireworks that are quite large in size. So I would find that believable. So does that mean the magical ball is a magical firework instead? <laughs> <laughs> I would not be against that theory, but that leads me to ask why it was found on a beach surrounded by water. And also, if you think about it, the movie, the fire shape is shaped like a ball. So it answers the question back if it's round or flat. Kind of does prove the point that a firework technically from the right angle can be both round and flat. And then when you broke the orb around the world, just fell apart. All bits and pieces were in the sky within broken pieces, usually the future. <laughs> so I know I, and I have no idea, but it ended up with one sentence. I wonder when we will meet again in this world. Well, and I believe that statement can make you question if it truly was multi-universe on top of time travel. The last scene I was a school setting it. where both Nasuka and Nomichi were absent from school. The end. It's a cliffhanger. This is in the series. Stuck on. Oh. 
and that would also possibly explain the wh where her father was. Perhaps he had done too many loops and ended up in another, and ended up in, in an alternative universe, just like the two of them. True. And the unanswered questions also is, were they both stuck in the world? <laughs> and that can't be true because the orbit around them was broken. Did they really elope like they foreshadowed in the one of the resets on the train? I, I mean, we also have her disappear in the light when they, they, they were meeting again. to the other well? Was it when they died under the water? We also had a question of the notion, why does she need another person to run away with her? Like, why did Newsom need someone else to run with her instead of running by herself? Perhaps she didn't want to do it alone? I mean, true. And, you know, did she move away? Did he fall? I mean, we saw what happened in the third when she he tried to do it by herself. Oh, although she didn't have <laughs> a memory of it, she did do it alone. She, she, she caught pretty quickly. True. I mean, there's a lot of theories that can go into this, but the movie doesn't really get into a deep fan fiction about it because it's just a standalone movie. It wasn't a franchise. Supposed to be a one. No, there is argument if this should have been better the, as a, a anime series instead of an so, anime movie pose to tell it to an end to element helping to amp helping to helping the two to realize their love for each other true but what would be a better medium they didn't need they didn't need to explain what was going on with the time traveling and the, the alternate universe yeah, I know. Them, but would it have been better if it was a show and a show format than a movie format? <laughs> if we played What If, what if what if the fireworks anime was a show instead of a movie? Does that have any potential or does the movie do better than the show? Do you know? Or what's your thoughts about that? My brain is always gonna be question. It's up like that, whatever. Everybody sweats up in TV shows, etc. That's just what yeah. brain does. So, normally, if it doesn't, if it's not trying to explain, it's not that, 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 True, and I guess to answer that question, the, 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 the if it would look like a show, don't want to try. Just want to leave it unexplained. Unexplain it. True, and if you think about, if you want an explanation where it actually looked like a show, you just go back to with uh, from the side of the and bottom. Unfortunately, can series. be distracting if you don't do it. Yeah, true. But yeah, so either version, the 1993 theatrical release or the 2017 movie, both are potentially good to watch. Questions about the plot. Yeah, true. You can always look at the show and see if it makes any sense. I mean, the best elements that can draw my attention are the unexplainable. True. But yeah, uh, as we conclude this episode, final thoughts is go watch Fireworks 2017.
And if you want to watch the 1993 version, go ahead. Both properties are pretty good. One's from a show, and then the, then it was inspired by a movie. I give it nine out of ten. A few hiccups here and there, but overall, I recommend I recommend the film. But if you're not a fan of romantic films, you are free to give it a skip. But I do recommend you check it out just because just for the animation and music alone. Yeah, I'll say eight point five out of ten. I mean, it's pretty solid. Um, it just had some couple what if scenarios to do better with, but. If you take this episode to a close, Happy New Year, obviously, and May 20, May 2024 be the year that we do more episodes and potentially get the 300 episodes. Who knows? Mm-hmm. You got yourself quite a goal so, there. Where can they find you, Crystal? And anything related to you? <laughs> Uh, if, let's say, if anyone wants to see my art or commission me an art piece, they can DM me on Twitter with the at ShadeShift16, the first S is capitalized. Okay. But as well as I post fan fiction under the name Crystal Colden on both fan fiction and archive of your own. That's why I practice my writing and learn to better my skills in writing. They're not for everyone, but I'm sure some people will find those to be fun. True. Alright, well that concludes this episode of the Fireworks Anime Movie Review. Thank you, Krista, for being here. It was very fun having you. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And I think my favorite rapper hole was actually finally it was based off a TV show. <laughs> and two different twists of ironic IP being two different plot devices. <laughs> Alright, guys. Bye. See you later. Happy New Year. This concludes another episode of MC Anime Podcast. MC Anime Podcast is available on podcast directories like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. We also have our website at mcanimepodcast.com. If you want to directly support us, then follow Patreon blog MC Anime. Finally, if you want services for hire, then we're available on Fiverr for audio and video production, graphic design, idea consulting, and blog and article writing. 